Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. Open mind, clean slate, let's go. Football, 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 Athletics is athletics. I lost it there. Ahoy, how about that? Come on, you dumbass, eat me. You know, I I guarantee. Well, I don't guarantee this, okay? But I was thinking. We probably just jinx someone. Yeah. And they're getting fired next week. Boy, would that be something? After that conversation. Well, Ryan Buckley. <laughs> Sorry, I do, Buck. Well, you, I, now, that one, he's probably safe. You, yeah, he's got You the, turf someone while they're on <laughs> paternity leave? What if we plant some blow on him or something? We can, like, trump up some... I uh, think they'd still wait till he got back from paternity leave. Trump up some charges against him? A lot of legalities. <laughs> I just think that I, I remember this conversation. I remember when Gav, you remember Gavin Dawson. I do remember Gavin Dawson. So you long Robbing time, I interned for him actually. Yeah, that you long time fan listeners will remember Gavin Dawson and I. We were the two update guys on the station. Okay, yeah. so Gavin, wait, I did mornings with Colin, and Gavin did afternoons. And at that time, it was a big uh, deal because our boss Alan Davis made. So he, he made the update guy a six-hour shift. Yeah. It used to be just multiple update guys throughout the day, and none of them were full-time. He made two full-time update guys. So my first job here, full-time, was as the morning update guy. Pretty good gig. Hell yeah. yeah. And uh, Gavin's was the afternoon, and we did a Saturday show together. I, rem- I specifically remember talking to Gavin, and we were, you know, my God, what was I? I was probably... Well, I was 26, maybe. Sure. And I remember that we were looking through all the, you know, the 
corporate, oh, you're full-time now, here's all the mumbo-jumbo. It's like, oh, 401k. And I remember talking to Gavin like, are you going to do that? Because... <laughs> We're just terrified. In radio, you're terrified yeah. that you're just going to get fired. Like, exactly. nobody stays it's like anywhere. like a six-month job. Yeah. It's like, I, I, and I think he said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I'm kind of glad I did. I'm still here. Still here all 22 these years. years later or whatever. <laughs> Smart decision, bud. Yeah, pretty good decision <laughs> on my part. Think, but I, but that's what it was. I remember even talking to Alan. It's like, well, should I do that? And he was like, uh, idiot. Yeah. Always. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, I got hired. I, I thought I would do this for like a year. I did it while I was applying yeah. to grad schools. Yeah. You yeah. know? Now look at you. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, yeah, I was applying to grad schools and like doing like a, like like fireman EMT like uh, qualification like tests. And here I am, same thing, 20 years later doing this thing. You're all <laughs> smarter than me. This was like your backup plan. This is my plan. Yeah, so that's, there you go. Yeah, it's bad. Hey, they say if it you have bad. a plan B, you didn't really believe in plan A, Schultz. So, uh, no, you know. this is, I mean, I would like to be a singer, but that's like, ah, maybe that'll come. It's just this. Oh, of course it will come. Yeah. You're a great crooner. Yeah, uh, American Idol or whatever. They'll give you a oh, carry. They'll yeah, give why don't you, you a. Go on that show? Have you tried out for any it's of been those? Been rejected twice by American Idol. Really? Seriously? Oh, Did you get to into the judges? No, no. I, I had a buddy that got. So there's like three or four rounds before yeah. you even get to the TV guys. Uh, and okay. in the, I was done in the cattle call twice but my buddy did get like to the first like round past the cattle call. oh but it's in person you don't send in like a tape or whatever um i think agt america's got talent they allow you to send in a tape but honestly man it's been so long since i did this six years ago for american idol so, so they, you, they could allow so you stood in line yes and then like you go through and you sing for just generic judges just two or three people that totally don't look like they actually know you know what they're doing well they're side. probably producers of the show well they're, what they're, they're less about music and more about exactly they're, they're getting your entertainment value so, hey, do you have anybody with green hair yeah bring right them so exactly. you so you sang the song yeah uh and then they just say right there on the spot yes or no yeah so i stood in the line of four people mm -hmm. and they had number one go for 30 seconds number two i was two go for 30 seconds and then at the end they're like all right yeah we'll take one of you but they took none of us so they're huh. like all right uh, thank you for coming but none of you are moving on and how long did you wait in line for four or five hours wow Ooh, and then yeah. what did you sing for 30 seconds feeling good my booby I got you, babe. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I got you, babe. There, we have we have exclusive audio of the uh, the audition. <laughs> the audition. I got you, babe. So you did that. You, you did that twice. I got you, babe. I did. I and, tried. Yeah. And no good, huh? No, no hey, go, baby. At least you tried. I. Yeah. Do you think that you should do it again? I think you should. Well, they don't allow you an idol past the age of twenty-eight, so I'm just an old oh. fuddy-duddy there. Um, but God, talent, you know. Well, That's a lawsuit. <laughs> Yeah, Age discrimination. Hell, exactly. I know, right? This ah. guy, by the way, Vancouver Ford text line, fired a kid for wrecking a $60,000 car at work and then refusing the drug test, and now he's trying to sue. Yeah. That's people's reaction. 100%. Suing your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah see, you, see you in court. I didn't know kids like that were going to win, but it sounds like he's going to get something out of that. Well, a lot of times they just settle. Because attorney fees and all that, you know, you can just, you know, it's, it's a cheap way to make a buck. You know you're a dumbass, you know you got fired, and, you know, you go down swinging. You can sue for anything nowadays. Look, the dumbass ran into a Max train and sued and got seven million bucks. So, like, if you headphones. if you would have told me that you had headphones and you put your head down and you the Max train didn't hit you, you hit the Max train. If you're entitled to money, I would have said you got to be out of your mind. And then seven million bucks, and yet that lady, I think a lot of people would give up a leg for seven million bucks. I'd like to sit down and ask her and be like, seriously, you had to go back and do it again. You're losing that leg, right? Seven million bucks. She's like, absolutely. 
Seven million bucks. Would you take a leg for seven million? Nah. No. That's tough. That's tough. One, I like doing stuff too much. I like being active. And I think, well, you like, can have one of those Oscar stories legs. Yeah, the problem is I've read too many things about, like, I, I think losing a limb is more than just... I think the idea is, like, oh, you lose the limb, and then, like, a couple months later, like, it's fine. I think, like, some of those, like, it's <laughs> constant nerve pain, like, phantom pain. Yeah, come on. Uh, dude, cr- if you ever had chronic pain, no. dude, that is one of the most... And I don't have it to the point where, you know, I'd, like... You know where you, I, I, Bill Walton, and speaking of celebrity books, I read Bill Walton's. Bill Walton was close to committing suicide multiple times yeah, because of the, the the pain he had. Same with like George Clooney. Yeah, he's in the hospital what? so bad. He's like, I Clooney? want to die. Yeah, I would rather die. What's and have, his problem? It was just it was a few years ago. He had an ailment. He was very sick, and he was in. Yeah. He had such a bad headache, or he was in so much pain that he's like, I I would I am wishing for death right now. Wow. There are times when you are dealing with chronic pain, and luckily mine has never reached that point. But there is times where you can't focus on anything else. You just you you, you don't sleep. You just every moment of your day is dealing with that pain, and it's terrible. And I don't care. Seven million bucks is not enough. No. You know, for for you to go through that, and I just like if you could tell me that I could just lose a limb and it didn't hurt, I just was like legless, and then I had a cool Blade Runner leg, yeah. But I don't think that's the way that works. I think movies would have lied to us that it's like, ah, I got my foot cut off or my leg, and we burned it with like a Rambo like hot blade, and then I was fine and just shrugged it off. I think there's a lot, lot more that goes. Fifteen million dollars. Yeah, (laughs) fifteen million. I wouldn't. That didn't take long. (laughs) So fifteen. That's a yeah, lot that's of money. Of the hookers and, so the hookers and blow at 50. That's a different level. Now we're talking about high-end stuff. Come so on. I've seen here George Clooney had a motorcycle crash in 2018. Is that what you're referring to over so, there, Shelton? Something like that, yeah. He was in the hospital for quite a bit of time. He said he thought he was going to die. He yeah. said he was just lying there waiting for his switch to turn off. That's Yeah, yeah that is what I'm talking about. Huh. And no, 15, same thing. If you told me that I had to deal with chronic, a chronic knee thing or a leg pain, I just don't think there's amount of um, um, amount of money that is worth your physical pain. It just it's just not. Pain sucks. I deal with it on a day to day basis, and I thank God that it's not worse than it than it is. The movies told me pain don't hurt. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> True story. Now you told I, me that. What was that? What movie was that? Pain uh, don't hurt. Oh God, there's been a million of those. That's the that's well that's Roadhouse. That's Swayze. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So I'll give you a local. No, thank you. Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. Yes, it does. Now, you can learn to block out pain, and it's amazing what you can... Like, I always say this. Like, when, like my, my gal, when we, start, when we first got together, she always gets all jammed up because something always hurts. Like, I limp a lot. People see me and like, what's wrong? I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you're limping. I'm like, I limp every day. The days you wake up and stuff hurts, those are normal days. So you like you recalibrate what feeling normal is like. I haven't woken up in and and not had pain in I don't know, 20 years. It just hurts. So when when you wake up and something really hurts, that's when you're like, "Oh crap," because your baseline is already pain. And so when something is really bothering you, now she gets really jammed up about it. And I tell you, you've got to learn to get over that because I'm never not going to hurt. That just isn't happening. But and then I think about the people that are truly in debilitating pain, people with back pain or like the Clooney thing or, again, like uh, amputee type pain. 
I mean, those are the people that end up eating bullets, man. Those are the people that are like, no, anything is better than this. And I don't care how much money you have. That ain't taking that away. No, thanks. All right, let's talk about uh, Matthew Perry's pain. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I tell you, some of the things he says in his book, it's dude, that story is pretty wild. Pretty scary. He's Yeah, he's got kind of a wild story. Uh, we'll get into that next. Uh, and then Python news on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. Sitting on a cloud of judgment, handing down life lessons to all the sinners. On 1080, the fan. Double sun power! Yeah, so uh, I was reading a story about Matthew Perry. I was not reading his book, but somebody wrote a story about his book. (laughs) That's the closest This is how I like to read. (laughs) Well, I was telling you during break, because I was talking about I I like biographies, and I said you should really read uh, Green Lights, Matthew McConaughey's. I said, yeah. that's one of the better ones I've read. And you were like, yeah, yeah I've I, heard that. I'll never read it. I will not read that. <laughs> I, I don't care enough about him. But I do. I have heard from anybody who's read that book has said yeah. that it is really good. Yes. Um, I have to read about very specific things that I care about before I have the attention span to be able to handle it. Sure. Or the brain power. Because uh, I'm really quite dumb. Uh, but there is a show, or a, the book called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. And it is by Matthew Perry. He he put out a book. Uh, actually, he died nearly a year to the day after the book was published. Again, under bestsellers right now on, on my Audible, there's it's Britney there. Spears and Matthew Perry. Well, I think what's getting out is... Because, okay, this sounds terrible, but when... Somebody like Matthew Perry writes a book. Yeah. Most people probably just go, eh. I know, I did. Like, but what? then when he dies, or you start to read, somebody puts out something where it goes viral that you know something that was in the book is pretty juicy, then people are like, oh, maybe he's way more interesting than I thought. Yeah. And that's what this, that that's what this article gave me the impression is, is that book is actually really good. It says that it reads like a, a addiction memoir with no ending. Mm. But now we have the ending. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a tragic ending. And, and what sucks is that's going to drive book sales. It will. It will. Well, awful. maybe his family will get some money or something. Well, I, I mean, John Stamos, for instance, has to be not like publicly, but hating this because he actually released his memoir, his yeah. bio- autobiography. And his is about like being molested a bunch. Yeah. Oh, really? But, oh, yeah, because he was a child actor. Well, and his was like he was like he talks about how like a a, a female like babysitter like slept with him and 
Oh. He's he's battled a, a lot of that stuff. So okay. he he goes into a lot of those details, I guess, about his. You know, he he. I mean, I'm not saying he leaned into it, but a lot of the excerpts I read about that were, and he was on Howard Stern. He was talking about it was a very sexual. Uh, or like being drunk on yeah, a show, yeah, or and yeah. his gosh, I was reading a lot of articles like right after Britney's came out as well. But then as soon as Matthew Perry passes away, I haven't heard diddly about Stamos. But we're still hearing about Britney. Just no John. Well, yeah, no Uncle Jesse. But Britney, I mean, she's just insane, and people, people just eat that eat that up. You know, yeah. she's headlines with that. People want you know. But there's a reason why you put out the abortion, or you put out the sex abuse, you put out the drug addiction to sell your book. Perry, he basically said, he goes, I was a just add water alcoholic at the age of 14. The first time I had a drink, I was an alcoholic. Wow. Okay, so he Holy. so he clearly, he was an addict um, and had that, you, we've all met those people yep. that have that addictive behavior and it doesn't can't even, stop. they can't stop anything. Like, it, it doesn't matter what they're doing. I'm not even talking about drugs and alcohol as much as I'm talking about just something in their life that they've, it's an addictive person. They're addicted to it for eight months and then they're on to the next thing. It's that that cycle. Yeah, that's why a lot of people that go through recovery, they either become chronic smokers or they 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 become gardeners or they become, you know, yogis or whatever. You just replace one addiction to, with another. You do yoga for 9 hours a day. That's that's your own addiction, but it's just a healthier addiction than than putting smack or booze in your body. But he said, you know, he was down to his last penny. And by the way, he was he, really? He gets yes. He, he burned through all friends. of that. Oh, before, before friends. friends. I was gonna say yeah. he burned through his friends' money. No, they. He said that he was so desperate to get a gig, um, he was done. He just he he desperately wanted to be famous. Yeah. But he he said that he just couldn't. Nothing was flying. You know, it's Hollywood. And he said that friends started a week after he told himself. I'm I'm out of this. I mean, I'm done. Yeah. My my career's over. He went and auditioned for Friends. It started a week later, and that's crazy. Look at what happened. You think about where his life would have gone. He was going to go get yeah. a nine to five job, and well, he end up with Friends. He what he said was he probably would have uh, killed himself. Well, mm. I, he didn't say suicide, but he would have drank himself to mm. in a bad. He said he was he was he really 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 wanted to be famous. Well, then he gets famous, and he said that that he couldn't handle it, mm. so he started drinking. And he, and he was drinking so heavily, he said that when you're making a million dollars a week, you can't afford to have the 17th drink. In other words, he was drunk the whole time during Friends, but he he kept it on the rails enough Jeez. to perform. And lo and behold... You know, he did? They, he did. For he was good years, on that right? show. Was it like 12 years or whatever that thing ran? And ten, you know I that, think, 10 seasons. He yeah. said there is one season of that show that he can remember. And it's the one season that he was sober, and it's the one season that he was nominated for an Emmy. Huh. The one season he was sober on that it show. It was his best year. It was his by far his best. And they, you know, if you if you talk about the the acclaim of that show, he was the best guy on there. Yeah, a lot of people say that. He was very funny, good physical comedy, you know. Um, he actually and, had acting skills, I yeah, feel like. Yeah. He and Phoebe, I mean he he was good. So anyway, he then so so Jennifer Aniston at one point, I think this was towards the end of Friends, at one point Jennifer Aniston goes into his trailer and says, "Matt, we can smell it, hmm. man. You this is not good." And they knew they you know oh, yeah. they were all very supportive of him. He said he couldn't have he wouldn't have lived 
if it weren't for them. He said friends was everything because of those people. Sure. And of course the money that was coming in. So he was he was getting housed all the time. They said he was he was drunk the whole time on friends, except for that one season. But he kept it on the rails enough until Aniston went into him and was like, Man, you got it. This is bad. Well, that apparently was like the last season. He goes, he gets drunk, he has a jet ski accident. Um, I don't even remember that. Apparently this was in the news. And he, it, what do you think happens? He, he has a jet ski accident. He goes to the hospital. Uh, gets on pills. Addicted to painkillers. Pain he said he had, the first time he had a pain pill. It was, it was in. He, he was done and he knew it. And he then said that he was, he was shoveling 55 of those things in his mouth every day. Holy balls. To the point where he said he would not, he didn't eat. And everybody was like, what are you doing to lose weight? He's like, dude, these are meals. Pain pills. I'm eating so many pain pills, they're meals. Whew. So it just, as you can imagine, it just got worse from there. I don't know if you've seen him anything before he died, anything of him recently. It there, was a mess. There was a, I don't know. We don't need to go into why, the, I, why I saw the photo, but someone posted a photo of him like a week before his death. And it was, uh, yeah, it was really bad. It's he, shocking. He, he looked like he was fifty to sixty pounds overweight. Yeah. He looked pale, and it is was rough. He was he was shocking. Yeah. Um, if you hadn't seen him or heard of and I had, anything from him in a while, I had not because he was on that Friends reunion. They propped him. You know, they they did that live Friends reunion where they were all up on stage, yeah. and they propped him up and they put his ass on the very end, and he did. I mean. He couldn't speak two words, and there. everybody knew it, at least on the stage. And they tried to, yeah. you know, kind of cover it up, and he wouldn't really answer questions. It's just, it's been a really, really rough go. Yeah. And then, of course, whatever happened last here, week, whether it was, you know, because you know, whether it was a drug thing, some people are saying that it looked like a heart attack. But either way, it just, you know. Well, it, that's that's the thing. I mean, most of the people that use a lot of cocaine or a lot of drinking. At, at a time in their lives, or a lot of pain pills, they don't really last too far past fifty or sixty. I mean, it, it's, no, that's a lot of that's a lot of hard living. It just goes to show you too, like you you mentioned, like just in his, no matter what he did, there's just some people that their bodies just aren't meant. They're just, they, you, they just can't handle anything. Like you said, whether it's nicotine, whether it's you know, whether it's Percocet, whether it's booze, whether it's weed, it's whatever. We all know that person. You, you take one of the, like, there's lots of people that can dabble in stuff and, and nothing ever affects them. And then you get one person that does it one time and it is like the hooks are in and you can never get away from it. They said his colon exploded. His colon exploded? Yes. He, he, in 2019, July of 2019, his colon ex exploded only three years before the book's publication. And in January 2022, he underwent his 14th surgery related to drug addiction. Oh, my God. Because I'm guessing that, that the pain pills and stuff stop you up, yep. make you constipated. So yeah. Didn't he have to, like, use an ostomy bag for a period yes, of time? Yes, that was the colon oh. situation. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if, yeah. if you've ever been on pain pills, yeah, you it constipates you. It's like when you leave a hospital, you have to... Uh, you got you to make a dookie before they even let you go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so they said for all his gestures towards sobriety, and it, he nothing. would talk about it, he was not. So this, this is kind of my point, right? So how much money was he worth? hundred million bucks? Oh, was he, it that much? He was I making mean, 20. I know that every single Friends person gets 20 mil still a year just from the residuals. And that's just, you know, just that money, none of their other stuff. So. Yeah, this is my, because we were talking about the whole... Um, yeah, saying net worth 180 million bucks. So that guy had more money than he could possibly spend. But 
You think his life at all was enjoyable? That guy probably spent every day of his life in mind-numbing, again, miserable pain. That's what I was talking about, like, with the chronic pain. And addiction is just that. Because when you have chronic addiction, that guy probably woke up with all kinds of aches and pains and sweats and bloating. And his colon blew up, for God's sakes. 14 surgeries related to addiction? Yeah. That guy was in miserable pain every day of his life. Well, and and he you said, think 100... Would you trade your life for his? Okay, you get $180 million bucks no. and you wake up every day no, like that? No, no, no. Money ain't all that. How old was he? 50... 50 something? Yeah, no, I can't do that. And I tell you, he said... That, uh, apparently in the book, he writes that um, he knew he was going to die. Yeah. He, he knew it. Uh, he just... He said his biggest revelation in life at the age of, whatever, 53 when he wrote it, was that he was still alive, that it hadn't gotten him yet. Yeah. And he died a year later. He said there are two kinds of drug addicts. This is a quote from the book. There are two kinds of drug addicts, the ones who want to go up and the ones who want to go down. I wanted to melt into my couch and feel wonderful. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. It's funny how many times you, you read that um, sort of sentiment. I, I remember watching a thing on... Uh, Chris Farley, and yeah. they all got together the last time that that SNL crew, so it was like David Spade and Adam Sandler and uh, that whole group, they got together for, uh, who's the the ladies' man, the black guy? Um, oh, um, <laughs> can I interest you in a fist sandwich? The hell's the his name? Yeah, the Cavassier guy. Uh, Why can't I think of what his name is? Good old, uh, what's his nuts? That guy. I completely, I'm drawing a complete blank. On what his name is. That is the ladies' man. They got together at his wedding. And Tim Tim? Tim Meadows. Tim, Tim Meadows. Meadows. Yeah. Tim Meadows. Yeah. They all got together at Tim Meadows' uh wedding. And Adam Sandler was saying that that was like the best time. They just they hadn't seen each other in a while, and they just said Farley the entire time was just on one. <laughs> Making everyone laugh. It was an entire weekend, and they just said, like, no one left that thing, like, with a dry eye. But every one of them was like, holy hell. And they, I guess they, they were like, hey, Chris, you, you're you're going to go. And Farley was like, cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah, his, he was like the Belushi thing. He, he said that John Belushi was his hero, and uh, he was he basically was like, dude, that's that's fine. He goes, I'll, you know, if I die a legend, then that's that, that's all right. And wasn't just completely knew that he was. And if you've seen photos of him right before he died, you think Matthew Perry looked bad? Look up Chris Farley right before he died. It is like, even for even that. for Chris Farley, it is rough. Well, that is just and Farley just was like, yeah, I'm I'm not changing a damn thing. And if I die, I die. And then I think it was like two months after that, yeah. that he he died on the floor with a hooker. And uh, a mountain of, a mountain of drugs. Well, well, that's it's such a horrible situation for people like that, but especially Chris Farley because I, I've heard different accounts of when he was passing, when he was on that floor. You know, he talks a big game, like ah, oh, whatever, I'm gonna go out. But when she was walking over him, he's like, please help me, or like, please don't go. He actually didn't want to die. Yeah. So, so you know, they can say that, they can take you know, they can you know, take those hits in front of people and be like, ah, oh, whatever, sure. But when it comes down to it. They're scared as hell going out of this world. And that just, that that really hits me hard. It, it's very sad. Yep. All right, well, there's a little hot Matthew Perry news. That's just sad. It was it's... wild, yeah. He, his life, for those that don't know how crazy it was, it was crazier than you even could imagine. And you just wouldn't, you wouldn't think that for someone that uh-uh. seemingly had 
everything. Yeah. Look at this, by the way. This was at the. Yeah, big. Yeah, I was just looking at that. That's big, just, big boy. Yeah, that's big boy. That's a rough, rough go. All and right, how how big was this python again? <laughs> big, big python. <laughs> Fought five men. And here's the thing about the sphere in Vegas. Mm. Uh, we'll get to those items when we return here on the show. But first, uh, Jordan Schultze. Sports Center. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I'm gonna kick some butt in the traffic track the roads road. I'm gonna kick some ass for the last I'm gonna kick the last Rock Flag and Eagle On 1080, The Fan Double Sun Power So I keep mentioning uh, super hot Python news. Yeah. We're big into snake news here. And so because I'm mentioning that, I assume my algorithm is listening to me, and they just sent me a, a vid. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have probably seen this. It's I think I've seen it before, but it's just it's on one of those people are idiots like Twitter feeds, you know? Oh, sure, yeah, dumb people videos. Yeah, those yeah. are great. And it's this woman who, it's about two minutes long. And here, let me uh, see if I can throw it up on the fan Twitter. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. If I could do that for you guys. We'd appreciate it. Then we would all follow this journey together. Well, anyway, I'll see if I can find it. Uh, she's reaching in. She, she, she has what looks like to be like a Burmese python, but I don't know. Okay. And it's, it's like a python a, of, of some sort. Yeah, and it's in a cage. And she opens it up because she appears to be a, you know, like a pet owner, snake pet owner. I think I've seen this. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, that snake pops its head out of there. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, hi, pretty girl. Yep. And the snake bites her wrist, instantly wraps around her forearm. Yep. And then there's uh, there's one guy filming, and then there's another guy in the room, and the other guy's trying to get that snake off of her, and he cannot do it. Is that the, is that the one where the guy's like, what, what do you want me to do? No, at, at about the 140 mark, the guy filming goes, hey, would you like me to stop filming and help you? <laughs> yeah. And Jeez. she's, the whole time, she's pretty calm. <laughs> Dude, that snake, first of all, there's blood pouring out of her arm. It's like breaking her arm. And then second is the snake wrapped its top half around her forearm, Mm -hmm. but then she put her arm low so that the bottom half of the snake wrapped around her leg. Now the snake has her arm and her leg trapped next to each other, and she's still sitting there going, well, this is is what you get when you don't... And she's super calm about it, and blood is dripping onto the floor, and then the video ends. That's it. I've I've seen it's that. It's terrifying. Yep, I've I've I'm gonna, seen now, that. Now I'm gonna see if I can throw it up on the fan Twitter here. And Hold on. you can tell because like she's starting to like wince and cry because it's I'm sure it's it's crushing her. Sure, it's crushing her arm. Why are you talking to a snake like a cat? Hi, little Dude, cutie. snake people are uh, <laughs> they're, they're so weird. I don't know what to tell you, man. You're Sna- so dumb. Well, it's it's the one thing like they really are dumb. Snakes don't have they're not complex creatures. It's not a dog, it's not a cat. It doesn't have love for you. 
I, I'd say, but you see this all the time, people with gators, people with snakes, and they think they have some sort of loving bond with them. And I, I don't I don't mean to be cruel, but I think those videos are hilarious. And I'm like, dude, your dumbass got exactly what you deserved. At least it's not poisonous. Those are the biggest idiots is the ones that keep poisonous snakes. I think I'd rather be bitten and die by a poisonous snake than be strangled, though. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah. yeah, but the thing is, I don't 100%. know. 100%. I don't know about so that. That's quick. Have you ever seen what snake venom does to your blood? That is not a quick way to die. Uh, yeah, quick. but the just being conscious and it slowly, like that moment when you realize you're effed, worst moment in the world. On the plus side, though, that you would pass, it's, you would pass out, and then well, you it, would, it, but still, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm with look, Jordan. Either way, it sucks. Uh, I, I'm just saying, the dumbass that keeps a python, the chance of a python killing a grown person is probably pretty small. Right. The chance of a poisonous snake killing, like if you keep a cobra or a mamba or whatever, if you keep a rattlesnake in your possession, you're just asking to die. Because at least with the python, you know, it bites you, it wraps around, there's someone there, you can get it off, whatever, and you got a bite and maybe a broken arm. The rattlesnake or the the, the, the the cobra, you make one slip and it bites you, and thanks for coming. If there's not someone right there, dude, it's your ass. Yeah, but... Like, you're done. I don't know. Pythons can eat you, too, was it? Now, it was last year. pythons can't eat people. Yes, they can. Not you and not me. They may be able to eat small Asian women or children. <laughs> That's true. No offense to anyone in this room, myself included. A python isn't swallowing us. If it's 22 feet, Souk, I think it'll fit you inside just fine. I, well, that <laughs> python, so that brings me to uh, Yeah, the python Florida news. one. The one in Florida, There, five dudes caught this Yeah, uh, like it python. fought them. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah, I'd fought him. That thing was like, <laughs> the thing weighed 300 pounds. It was 17 feet long. And these snake hunters, you know, in Florida, obviously, they're very it's an invasive. invasive yeah. And so they, they have to get them and kill them. And they did kill this one, which even I, as a noted snake hater, yeah. I, like, I, they terrify me. I did... Yeah, Not like that they just put it down right on the spot. Yeah, but it, like, it's... Come on, man. There's so many of them in Florida, they just don't have a choice. Did you see what was in that thing's belly? No. I just person? saw. I just saw the photo of the five... Like, <laughs> there's five grown men not even standing shoulder to shoulder. Like, there's a foot or two in between them, and the stake is still longer than all of them. Yeah. It's just... It's 17 feet, 300 pounds. They said they found little deer hooves in its belly. Ah! Jeez. <laughs> God! <laughs> Imagine you're just Dude. cruising through the Everglades and that thing's waiting around in there for you. I mean, I understand. Like, I, I, I'm, I can't stand bees. I can't stand bugs. I can't stand yeah, snakes. But like bees, bees, I have. Schultz, I'm guessing you can't stand a lot of things. You don't really strike me as a uh, real <laughs> no. crocodile hunter type. No, I'm more I, of a wuss than a yeah, crocodile. I don't hunter. really picture you out in the woods. <laughs> but I, but I understand why bees exist. Why are snakes on this planet? Why are they helping us? In it, what do they yeah. kill little rodents? I'll yeah, deal they, with the little rodents. Yeah, they it. kill rodents. Yeah, do we really need snake? I'm with Jordan here again. No. Do we need? Look, there's a lot of things that can kill rodents. Yeah, maybe we just eradicate snakes and we'll deal with rodents other ways. I'd be. I, I guarantee right now, Snake Dude is losing it, being like, <laughs> "They're such a, a valuable part of our ecosystem," and then they're gonna yell at you no, like, "You want to live in a world without snakes?" And then they'll tell you that yes. like, if you got rid of snakes, then the world would like collapse. Snakes should not exist. Have you ever seen a snake climb a tree? You ever seen a python climb a tree? A python? Look, or a... look up, look up python climbing a tree. It's uh -oh. terrifying. You cannot hide from a python. No, dude, they they wrap themselves around the tree and they like slink their way up it. It's very. Uh, there's a reason why, like the you know the the whole devil snake you know thing. It's they're right out of Satan's butthole, is what they are. And 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can, can you imagine like being up a tree and you're like, ha, oh, I'm safe, and then see that thing cl- uh, climb in the tree? Look at that. Yeah, it's like a little slinky. Look oh at that is right. Yeah, it's no good. And they're so fast. They just... Well, that's what always freaks they're, me out they're, about they're, they're way too quick. Anything without legs yeah. that can move that fast no, like is it. not to be trusted. And then, oh, by the way, Venom, yeah. oh, by the way, I can just unhinge my jaw and eat you. <laughs> I don't know. No, thank you. I don't know why, but the... Look, I don't like them, but I'm not terrified of constrictor snakes. They make me uneasy, but poisonous snakes? That's a See, whole... See, I may go constrictor... That makes me... I just, because I feel like with the constrictor snake, there's a margin of error. With the poisonous snake, there is none. Do you think constrictor snakes are kind of clumsy? Well, they're going to make a lot of mistakes. I think they get a lot of penalties. Yes, because the constrictor snake, for the most part, is not going to look at a grown man as food. No, it's it's just not. It's it doesn't want to mess with you. I've seen enough of those anaconda videos where those idiots are like walking around in like thigh high mud. And the anaconda wants nothing to do but just to get away, right? And yeah, they get bit, and the, but the anaconda still wants to get away. And the same thing with the poisonous snake. The poisonous snake just wants to get away, right? But when the poisonous snake makes its point for you to go away, you die. As opposed to the... the so the, the constrictor snake, I just feel like I give it some space. It's not a big deal. If I stumble upon one, maybe I get bit. It wraps itself around my leg or whatever, but it's not going to eat me. Eventually, someone will get it off me, or it's going to just—it'll leave me alone, and, and away it goes. It just again, you want something scary? Look up like a demonstration of what snake. Like people take a vial of human blood, and then they have the the poisonous snake. Like they they milk the venom, like where they put the fangs in the cup, and as the venom hits the blood, the blood turns into like a sponge. And you, like, you realize that's what it does to your... The moment the venom hits your blood, your blood hardens and starts to expand. Like, what? That's not right. Mother Nature can go straight to hell. Whoever developed that thing, kiss my ass. Oh, and then, by the way, make it really, really fast and slippery. No. No. Well, and how quickly they can strike. Yes. And From can, long distances. And they can kind of stand up. And they're... And they're they, they they ambush you. Yes, like there's just nothing no good about any of it. No, you're just not one thing. You're just walking, and then it's like hiding in the bushes, and it's like, oh, I don't like you walking by me. And then there you go. Yeah, and then you're done. And then it just cruises away back into the dark, and you're done. Don't like it. Don't like it one bit. I I there's not many things that I would rather like that I wouldn't. Oh, it's the best way to put that. There's not many things that are worse for me to go head-to-head with than a, a poisonous snake. I mean, obviously, if you got, like, an elephant or, like, a hippo, again, you have zero chance. But there's just not many things that I'm picking uh, that I wouldn't pick over a snake, a, a poisonous one. Like, well, what chance do I have? I don't know how snakes don't bother. There are some people that snakes don't bother. Them. Yeah, they're stupid. I don't know how those people They're dumb. exist. They're dumb. It's just... And if you keep a, no if you keep a poisonous snake, I just want you to know that I'm on Team Snake, and I hope it bites you because you're a moron. All right, uh, let's wrap it up next on the fan. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. We just stepped out of the shower. We'll be down in a minute. All right, listen. You guys can't go. Did you just say we? What? Did you just say we just stepped out of the shower? I said he. 
Right, okay. On 1080, The Fan. Double Sun Power! They are who we thought they were. Crown their ass. All right. We got to go. Dang it. I was going to tell you about the sphere. Mm. In my final piece, uh, I mentioned that I had been reading the uh, the Oppenheimer biography about yeah. the Manhattan Project. Yeah. And we were talking about snakes. That's the smartest man on the planet that were all in the New Mexico desert working on the most vicious and dangerous weapon ever created. And you know what the biggest fear of those scientists were? Yep. Snakes. Snakes. They were all terrified of the freaking rattlesnakes. Now, if that doesn't tell you where snakes should lie in your hierarchy of things that suck on this planet, think about that. They were working with the most dangerous substances known to man to blow things up, and their concern, snakes. Says it all. And they're smarter than you and I. It's a good way to wrap it up. Wait, what? I think they're smarter than us. Snakes? No, the scientists. Ah. That's right. A lot of smart people. A lot of smart they people. They know there what to be scared of. Exactly. Apparently, it wasn't the bomb. <laughs> no, they're like they were taking bets when they tested it. That one of them bet that it wasn't, or that bet on the fact that he thought it was going to light the atmosphere on fire. Ten dollars. Oh, <laughs> so he won. No, no, because if it lit the atmosphere on fire, we'd all be dead. Oh. <laughs> but I like that he laid a ten dollar bet. No, he won. He won because it didn't. He won 10 Well, bucks. someone did. Yeah, the guy yeah. that, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, he bet yeah. that it would. I just like that they're getting ready to test that, and the guy's like, hey, you think this is going to end the world by catching the atmosphere on fire? I don't know. You want to bet 10 bucks? Well, the bright side is he wouldn't have had to pay that. That's true, because they'd all be dead. That's yeah. the joke. That's a valid okay. point. That, is that the <laughs> joke? That their humor is quite dark <laughs> in this scenario. <laughs> kind of terrifying. What? <laughs> Cross your fingers. All they, right. They said the chances were not likely. <laughs> Uh, we are back tomorrow, 3 to 7 on the fan tonight. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.